You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Greetings, movie fans, and you're all very welcome to The Big Review Ski with Omniplex Cinemas and my Omnipass. My name is Owen Hardy, and this week, myself, Justine Stafford, Rory Cashin, and especially Paul Moore. We want you to come and join us, and join us mm. on the dark side because it's going to be a particularly evil, because basically we're all horrible people, aren't we? That's well, fair enough to say. No arguments yet. Yeah. Sure, yeah. That's, that's a pretty accurate intro. It's probably the most yeah. accurate he's done ever. Yeah, plus, Distinct. as bad guys, uh, we always have more fun. Yes, yes. We've we got cool things to offer. But they're usually really nice. Oh, in real life. Oh, in real life. Yeah. Well, this is real life. So oh, this is yeah. Yeah. So I'm, not, I'm not nice, but the bad guys in the cinema are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we want you to come and join the dark side because we're going to have a particular love fest. Uh, and we want you to get involved as well. It's going to be a bit hot and steamy. What is the prize this, this week? Is, yeah. <laughs> well, this, is not, this is just my own personal invitation to everybody that's oh. out there. Uh, because we will be taking an in-depth look at the brand new Star Wars trailer, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, we will have some Omniplex tickets to give away. We do have uh, some of our final pairs of tickets to go and see Extraordinary as well. And we're going to have the big review that everybody has been waiting for this year. Uh, so be prepared to poop your pants. Um, it is, of course, too it. late. <laughs> oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> we might need to go there and just go and change Paul's underwear. Uh, um, it's it chapter two, uh, and you may have noticed, Justine, I am particularly delighted with your choice of hat attire this week. Well, attire? I... Hat attire. Yeah. Put that one down. You're right, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to take yeah. that. Yeah, so are we getting a good <laughs> tick? Yeah, one we're getting a good tick. Happy days. I'll give him five minutes. I'll give him five minutes till it's crossed Two whole seconds. See, I know your mammy loves the hats, so this is like a double whammy because it's a hat and it's a share to Derry, so... I really appreciate it. So it says, I... Heart dairy. dairy. Everybody yeah. hearts dairy. Ever yeah. find that murderous sure. clown that was rampaging around dairy? No, still on the loose. Yep. And it has it the on eye. the side. I think on one of the sides. Oh, it is round, round the other it. way. There we go. It, chapter two. So now I can go, sure, this is it. Chapter two. Right. <laughs> Rolls nice. off the thumb. This, like this hat and you were meant to be together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good it's a good choice. And uh, Paul, I see that you're wearing, I almost called Paul Rory there for a second. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sorry. We're, we're molding into the same person. <laughs> yeah. how, how terrifying is that? Pory, Pory over here. Just lift up your, remember, turn it into romance so far. Um, I see you've got your Star Wars t-shirt on as well. Never seen the film. Don't know what we're <laughs> talking about. I'm going to wing it though. I'm <laughs> no, very excited. excited. I can't wait gonna for that. Going to X-wing it. And Rory, yours is themed. Flamingo. Flamingos. Yeah, the John Waters film, Pink Flamingo, sort of. Good. We'll have an in-depth look at that as well. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think we should. No, we probably should. There's a lot should. of stuff in that film we can't talk about. Well, Paul I would love to hear your review of Pink so. Flamingos. <laughs> I would, uh, yeah, maybe another time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe next week. Um, but anyway, let's get stuck into this week's show. And before It Chapter 2, before The Rise of Skywalker, uh, it's time for this week's big question on The Bigger Rooski. And for this week's big question, it's over to Rory Cashin. Well, with the arrival of uh, It Chapter 2, uh, and considering the first chapter made more money than any other horror movie ever. Wow. Ever. Uh, ever. Ever. <clears throat> and, you know, the second part is still to come, so it's, it's a pretty safe bet that this remake has worked out really, really well. Uh, so I wanted to know which horror movie should be remade. Now, I realised 
after I asked it. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that it's not an easy question to answer because nope. some mm -hmm. should never be remade because they're True. iconic and they're brilliant and should never be touched. If anyone ever remakes Alien, I will burn the world down. <laughs> oh, I better change my answer. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then there's other ones, like do you include one maybe that's already been remade and yeah. you think it should be remade again? again. Yeah. So there was a lot of even questions I asked. It was a lot of soul searching. <laughs> there was a lot of like cheaters. Once I asked, I was like, oh no. You were wrestling with this question. I haven't a lot. slept in a week, man. Oh, wow. geez, I can tell just yeah. by looking Thanks. at your face. Yeah. Um, the makeup girl did <laughs> The other issue with this was you yes. have to have seen, seen horror, horror films. films. That's right. Thank I'm you. Yes. Yeah. This is I like, thought you heard. I was so, like, he's yeah. almost saying. I was like, I did the three. I did the three horror films. <laughs> I've seen. Which ones will I remake? <laughs> and one of them was The Devil Wears Prada. That's just been yeah, exactly. So much the, the other title. was Showgirls. <laughs> the other was Showgirls <laughs> oh, too. Because so. it's horrifically yeah. good. Yeah. 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 But um, well, what did you go first, seeing as you had such torment with this week's big question? Your own fault. Yeah, I brought it on myself and all of, all of all you. Of, thanks. Uh, I went with a adaptation of a video game. Uh, video game is one of the scariest things I've ever played. I think I know what this and is. Yeah. Super movie, Mario Bros. <laughs> a lot of plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and when the movie arrived, I was like, oh, that's an interesting director and you've got a good cast. And oh, it's a big pile of poo. It was Silent Hill that came out in, I think, 2006. And you love the game as well. The game, the series of the games is incredible. Mm. Um, it's a properly, properly amazing horror idea of uh, a specific town, not terribly unlike Derry, where so many bad things have happened over generations that it's actually become a place of horror. Yeah, but point of order, just uh, Derry in Maine in America, not Derry here in Ireland. Thanks. You don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't know that. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. <laughs> Derry in Ireland is perfect. Never been, can't say. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the, the, like the plot of one of the games is there's a husband who receives a letter from, from his wife and she's like, I went to where we went on our honeymoon. I know things haven't been great between us lately, but I think we should we should reunite there uh, and try and respark this. She'd been dead for three years, so. Uh, that was the movie, yeah, yeah. Lada Mitchell. But the plot of like one of the video games specifically was so such a mind no. feck. Yeah. That if uh, if they'd got the right people like David Cronenberg, if he'd have directed it, it would have been. Insanely good. So the the film was it just a massive disappointment all around? Is it like a terrible adaptation the, of a video game? The first one, it's they've had two. The second one was really really bad. The first one was directed by a guy called Christopher Gans, who uh, he he made one movie called The Brotherhood of the Wolf, which is about oh, yeah. werewolves, and it was actually quite good. So then when he came on for the second one, it was like all right, and then the trailer came out, it was like ooh, it looks good, and then when you sat down to watch mm -hmm. the film, it was like watching someone play a video game which is not entertaining. Because no. uh, it was like, she goes to the hotel, she finds the key, that key opens the door to mm -hmm. the fire building, and then she goes in there and she finds another piece. So, there was bits in it that were really good. The triangle head villain was pretty yeah, good. Pyramid yeah, Pyramid Head yeah, is, yeah, is like yeah. an iconic villain. In Pyramid Head? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound scary at all. The game is so good, because it always reminds me of uh, Jacob's Ladder, which is the most underrated horror film mm. of all time, in my opinion. It's influenced so many different films I thought but uh, yeah it was like two out of five and when it was good it was good but then it just it just lost the plot completely like yeah but mm. the, the the video games if they're done correctly mm. could be some of the scariest things you've ever seen Brilliant. so, so Silent Hill so you would get excited if you heard in the news it's happening they've greenlit a brand new remake I need to see who's doing it okay mm -hmm. Christopher like, if they, like again Hollywood if you're like looking for someone to write it I'll do it Roy's your man I'll do it okay no problem 
I've but, got a day off coming up. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. But you will come back on the show again and tell us all about it. Yeah. It's going to be the sequel to that, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was the love interest in the, in the terrible sequel. Pyramid oh, yeah. Man's love interest. <laughs> Am I getting it right? Sure, sure. Yeah, okay. Maybe in Rory, maybe yeah. Rory's version. Yeah, it's a beautiful the version I'm writing. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful, sexy sci-fi. Um, okay, sounds good. Silent Hill, we'll take that. I'd be there for that. Yeah. I, I love the idea of you right now, because then you can interview yourself on the Big Review Ski, and it would be mind-blowing. And, and then I get to review my own movie later on. Yeah. Like, yeah. Slate, slate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. Everything Never make everything another film. the writing was really good. Hey, what are you doing later? Anyway, Justine. What yeah. did you go for so, out of the three horror films that you've seen? I haven't even seen three, right? This was the first week where I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to have Supersonic as the answer because I was like, <laughs> I honestly cannot think of anything, right? So I'm going back. The only horror film that I have half seen is Paranormal Activity. And I watched that in the cinema and the guys brought me along, because my mates, because they laughed at me during it because I'm just like this the whole way through. Uh-huh. It reached a point where I had a scarf in my head and my friend was just narrating the film. And nothing happens in that film. She's just Not like, nothing's no. happening. Still nothing happens. <laughs> And I couldn't look. So I was in a pickle because I haven't seen her. So the film I picked isn't even technically a real horror film, but I went for her. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice? <laughs> what? The wait, does that, does that, okay. like, okay, bones, first, bones, first. Like, okay, it's, you're it's like, got Rory's some, like, like the sandworms, I guess. I now, hold on a wee second. Depends well, how young you are watching if you're afraid by it. Yeah, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I saw this as a kid and I was like, didn't sleep for a week. So you were terrified yeah. by it. Okay, well, no well, that's fair enough. Then it, genuinely, it Michael as... Keaton's funniest role, I think, in that film. He's so scared. Wait till he hears that I picked Sleepless in Seattle. You know what I mean? It's like, these are not horror films. Now, Helen, there are some scary bits in Beetlejuice. If you're young watching, yes, I thought I'm you were. I saw it at six and thought it was a bloody hilarious comedy. So I don't know. Which? Why shouldn't we remake it? I think the outfits, the costumes are great in it. Uh-huh. The musical I love as well. Yeah. Right. The only little creepy thing is the little <laughs> priest dude who comes out from under the fire and marries them. Oh, he was a bit weird looking. Mm. And then there's the, 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 the hands from the the, the, the Harry Belafonte song when they pull him in. Yeah. I think that was gas. But like anyway. As a yeah. child, this is the reason. I think this might have been the reason why I never got into her. Although I do remember my dad watching something at home that was terrifying, some horror film. Your dad plays a key role in so many of your your growing up film memories as well. Yeah, Dad. Awesome awesome powers. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Awesome yeah. powers, of course. Which oh, turned yeah. into A-legged freaks. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so Which is a horror movie yeah. you've seen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. I never want that remade ever. Okay. Ever. Nine legged freaks. It's like two weeks ago we had a remake here and it was True. live action That's horror right. spider. Um, so Beetlejuice is your answer for <laughs> what comedy would you remake <laughs> if you were remaking it today? This okay. is genuine. How much I sort of, how much I do not know about her. Like you could I go can't. dark with Beetlejuice if you want. No, you could. You could. If you want, you like go really. Like I don't know Rory is yet to say anything about this. <laughs> like, just... uh, it was either that or Supersonic. They're, they were genuine. Okay. Well, for me, Supersonic was pretty horrific. It's the Gallagher Brothers man. That's scary to you, okay. I have a crossover. Okay. Okay. Beetlejuice and Super Sonic. Okay, so we've got Silent Hill, we've got Beetlejuice. Paul, what did you go for? <laughs> I'm going to go for... Uh, yeah, don't worry. Um, no, not a comedy this time. has elements of comedy in it. But like you said, I'm kind of... When horror remakes are done well, something like Snyder's Don the Dead, it's very surprising, but... A lot of them, the reason why you make remakes are there in the first place is that they have like a fan base and they know they're going to make money. So, And the original is so good, it's kind of hard to top the originals. So I prefer remakes to go for something that might be 
kind of like a rough diamond, the original, but room to polish it. Like I thought uh, The Crazies recently was a really good example of that, which was a, which is a Romero film that wasn't as loved as the other stuff, mm. but they actually, the remake was pretty good. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to go for a... 80s kind of screwball comedy called Critters. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which so actually is, right now. it's like a bit of a rip off of Gremlins, but they're like these ferocious little killing monsters who uh, torment a local town. <laughs> so they have uh, basically just ravenous, they eat everything around. And it actually is, it's, it was 15s. Right. <laughs> uh, tongue in cheek though as well, because it was uh, a reaction to like how well Gremlins did, but these aren't as, nicest gremlins they actually like talk to each other and they curse and they kill people uh genuinely had a few scary beats but still tongue-in-cheek like there's a moment they come across an et doll rip the head right off it so it's kind of that irreverent humor um think and who is in it it's the mother from et is in it D. oh Wallace. really and here's a guy i looked up the director he actually went on and made bill and ted to them the mighty ducks and three musketeers oh. a guy called stephen herrick this guy's amazing. I know. An unbelievable I'd CV. I've never heard of him before even, and he did Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Unreal. Greatest yeah. director ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong. Um, <laughs> and if you watch the original, there's a very young Billy Zane with hair in it. Amazing. Yeah. I'll be honest, I haven't seen Critters. No. I'd add it to the, it's one of to those the extensive video, list. Of, it's one of those like video nasties kind of like right, Easter okay. went on the exhibition yeah. shelf. Uh, mm. I think it only cost about two million, made a load of money. There's about five of them in the franchise. Yeah. Most recent was straight to DVDs, but I think if they took a chance, it could probably do something because uh, the horror comedy ones are hard. If they kept it kind of horror comedy, they'd probably mm. make a bucket load on merchandise and stuff yeah. off the back of it as There's well. It's a cool thing like the little spikes that when they fire into you, they, they like poison their victims and they die and then they eat them alive. And then if they all oh, combine, yeah. they get into one gigantic ball and just steamroll people and eat them. Oh, so it's sounds like quality. Kind of, kind of like Piranha. So Critters, uh, we've got a little, uh, I was going to say, sneak peek at the brand new remake. <laughs> okay, but this is, this is the original one. Uh, so for everybody who's listening, to the show today, uh, <laughs> they're speaking fluent critter in that clip mm, of which none of us. Mm. So there are actually subtitles. So Paul, for for the sake of the listeners, what were the yeah? Critters so basically, saying? they're uh, about to kill this family with Dee Wallace, the mother from Elliot's man from ET, and they get guns and shoot one of them, and they have a little conversation. and goes, "Holy fudge!" Not the word fudge. They've got weapons. So it's that kind of tongue-in-cheek, irreverent, stupid humor. Um, so yeah, if you're an '80s kid, it always reminds me like going to X Vision. Your dad ah, just taking like a, a horror DVD or horror VHS. <laughs> uh, so I always remember Critters from my from Vision, which I ended up working on. So yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so Rory, have any of these answered, apart from your own, have any of these answered the question yet? They've, they've answered it. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's that. I'm so excited for your answer, Owen. I uh, really no, am. no, I, I think I'm going to do all right with my answer. So, um, so we've had Silent I Hill, Beetlejuice, Critters. Than you have. <laughs> um, I don't think so. No, this is, you think Justine seemed more horror than me? Yeah. Really? In yeah. real life, or like? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot, man. Yeah. Um, seen so, mine is from the 1960s. I remember seeing it years ago, uh, back when I was a teenager. Uh, it wasn't that long ago. Um, but it's Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. Mm. Okay. Okay, so we're yeah. getting, getting back on track. I I it's it's genuinely before, yeah. a horror film. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the reason, <clears throat> again, for some reason, uh, this stuck with me for years and years, and it's probably, again, because of 
Uh, Hitchcock, like we've said before, you know, if you can take something that's completely mundane and normal and just turn it completely terrifying, something that you see every single day, then you've done like a good job as a horror. Mm. So whether it's like uh, the shower from Psycho mm. or uh, the phone in Scream. See uh, Jaws. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just going swimming in Jaws. Um, and in this, obviously, just the birds. And uh, again, when I was thinking about, again, wrestling with this question, trying to figure out what, because so many of the films that I have seen out of the horror movies <laughs> that I actually have seen, I really like those ones as well. And I wouldn't want to see those be remade. And this one, I thought, well, maybe this one would be. But the more I kind of watched some of the clips, I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, there's some terrifying moments in this one as well. Yeah, they um, Yeah, like people getting their the eyes pecked out. The phone box yeah. scene. So the only reason I kind of stuck with it in terms of an answer for this week as well is because uh, I suppose it's off the things of uh, things like The Lion King and how well they can recreate live-looking mm. mm. animals, as well as in the original birds, they used a mixture of puppets plus live birds as well. Yeah. Um, with Tippi Hedren. Um, one, of them, like, one of them poked her eyelid off. Yeah, which was like really controversial as well. And she became like, <laughs> she was a massive animal rights activist as well. You're like, Aww. even after filming the birds? But, um, so I think this is one that could be really well done mm. in a subtle kind of way because things like whenever Bird Box with Sandra Bullock was released, I think whenever you have films even today Is and there it's birds still, in there? There were, there were, yeah, like, it was they a sanctuary were, at the end, wasn't that where they got to it and have drowned oh, it the noise? Yeah, but it wasn't the birds. No, no, yeah. no, no, but it wasn't the, like the birds played a different kind of role there, but right, even right, when right. you have a modern day film where they have birds behaving. Birdemic. Mm. Birdemic as well. Um, but even when they have, even if it's a crappy, there's like a film like called Dark Skies years ago. Um, but there was like a terrifying moment where like birds like hit the window mm. and that still as a genuine uh, jump shock still works really well. So I think the potential of remaking this mm. um, yeah, yeah. would be really strong. And also really like strong. everyone's remade Hitchcock wasn't like Disturbia, Rear Window, Eagle Eye was, North by Northwest. Like yeah. in a way they're not shot for shot or the name but they're essentially except for but the good thing about this it's uh it's based on a book by daphne du maurier as well so um you have an original like kind of source material mm. and basically the, the theme of it was just unexplained violent bird attacks which is just genius but um so this is a little look at the birds Would you like some mustard with that no thank you why didn't Annie stay for uh, dinner uh, said something about going home to take a call from her sister in the east What's the matter with them? What's the matter with all the birds? Where'd you want this coffee? Uh, in on the table, honey. Uh, hurry up with yours, Mitch. I'm sure Miss Daniels wants to be on her way. I think you ought to stay the night, Melanie. We have an extra room upstairs and everything. The road can be a pretty bad one at night, too, you know. Well, if I go across to Santa Rosa, I'll come out on the freeway much earlier, won't I? Yes, and the freeway is much quicker. Yeah, but she'll be hitting all the heavy traffic going back to San Francisco. Just listen to those lovebirds. Mitch. Cover your faces! Cover your eyes! If The Birds was ever to be remade, we're going to go with Paul's working title, which is... Angry Birds. <laughs> Angry Birds. I'll take it. I'll go see that film. Um, so, no, I think... Uh, this would be amazing. Uh, they've got crows, starlings, seagulls, just all for no reason whatsoever. Just the birds are attacking all the humans. Um, and as I said, there's some terrifying scenes in it. There was one I was watching back. This woman goes into the house and just finds 
a guy in the house with his eyes poked out. And you're like, yeah. what the heck is going on here? But the reaction to it is brilliant. But uh, yes, so Silent Hill, Beetlejuice, Critters, and the Birds. Watch this space, Hollywood. <laughs> Like if 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 some if you didn't know what the question was, <laughs> and someone you gave some of those four answers and like, what do you think the question what? was? <laughs> Is, yeah, no, we wouldn't get to what your question was. No. No, sorry about that. Um, so that's this for this week's big question. Um, if you'd like to tell us what horror movies uh, you think should or could be remade, uh, you can tweet us at Big Review Ski or you can get in touch on Instagram or Facebook on Joe as well. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe mm-hmm. to the show where we um, you'll get to see loads more questions and hear loads more questions that we haven't answered accurately which is just it's our thing so um, <laughs> now though it's time for the big trailer on the big Ski, and for this week's big trailer it's hello how you doing it's over to me and uh, we will be taking a look at the brand new Star Wars trailer coming up very soon um, in the past week we've seen uh, brand new trailer for Terminator uh, what else was it there was something else there was another Joker? big... Jojo Rabbit. There was a brand new yeah. Joker. There was Jojo Rabbit mm. as well. Um, Jojo Rabbit one looks really good, but the one that kind of stood out, be- mainly because I haven't got a clue what it's about, really, uh, is Lucy in the Sky, uh, which is a brand new film starring Natalie Portman. So before we get chatting about it, uh, this is a little look at the brand new film Lucy in the Sky. I'm giving everything to this program, to the mission. Kills me to say it, but our girl's been pretty inconsistent recently. Cola aboard. Negative. I can finish. Cola. She's tough cookie. Get the latch off. Not everyone can handle the ride. I'm pulling you out of the running for a riot. No. If I were a man, you would... Excuse me? I know what you're doing, but you're gonna lose because I'm a winner. This is not a drill, cadet. Grab your stuff. What are you doing? With her, I'm officially beginning to worry. You're acting so strange. I'm good. All systems go. What's it like up there? Only place where anything makes sense. I hear that. So, Lucy in the Sky, it's coming out this December. But uh, did you all get a chance to, to look at look mm. at this trailer? Yeah. Are you intrigued? They're like, what are you? What are you? <laughs> You're terrified. <laughs> You're terrified. <laughs> of all the great stuff on there, I'm just dwelling on Nick Offerman's wonderful beard. Yeah, it's, it's so a, yeah, quality beard. Stevens has a mustache that mm. needs to be talked about. Yeah. So uh, in terms of cast, we got Natalie Portman uh, in rocking the, a hairdo. Yes, yeah. in the titular uh, role as Lucy. I don't know who plays this guy. You've also got John mm. Hamm in there. As from the trailer, like the very average looking John Hamm. So like yeah. there's very a shot of him average. there in the back of the pickup truck. And you're like, what? How can he be more <laughs> handsome than he usually is? Uh, so, so you got John Hamm, Natalie Portman. But again, from reading up in the film, I had no idea that her husband in the film is played by Dan Stevens. And there's another uh, astronaut in it as well who's played by Zazie Beetz. So in terms of... Love Zazie Beetz. Yeah, in terms of your two mains, John Hamm and Natalie two Portman. Mains. And then, <laughs> and then um, your two... Uh, Appetizers. Yeah. <laughs> 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 mm. uh, and then for... Well, you've got Beetz and Hamm in there, so like both of them work. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but as I said, wasn't really sure what this what is, is about. Happening? Because it kind of yeah. starts off. She plays an mm. astronaut. Uh, she has this lengthy up in space and it's that thing of whenever she comes back to Earth you're never really the same person as mm-hmm. you were whenever you left the planet and no one else can really relate to what she's been through apart from a very small group of people who have been 
uh, up in space before. It's like everybody who's appeared on the bigger views. It's just a, it's only a small it's a survivors small group. Small small group. <laughs> it is. This is a survivors group. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, as the trailer goes on, it seems that she's determined uh, to get back up into space. But also what that she's been well there, though. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't like get up in space for like five minutes, five yeah. days. Yeah. Right? There or something. yeah, that's like, what yeah. it is. I feel it gives off the impression that she's got some drug rush feeling from being up there when she was looking down on it, yeah. and she needs that back. But her mental health seems to be deteriorating the more this. Goes so the longer on. the trailer goes on, it seems like you see her in a blonde wig, as if she's willing to do anything yeah. uh, to get back up there. So no, I was suitably uh, intrigued when I was watching it. What did you think? Well, it's based on a true story. Oh. Right. So, <laughs> so does that. So does that. That's one thing I hate at the end of horror films. You ever watch a horror film then says based on a true story? Then I'm like, oh, now, get to this started. day, <laughs> Pyramid Head it's like still has not been caught. Still say Beetlejuice's name. Pyramid and Kit still very happy together. So happy together on the uh, red carpet of Game of Thrones. There's <laughs> Pyramid Head. He's like, um, uh, so does that. And the other one is it is the. Uh, directorial debut of oh, Noah yes. Hawley, I think Hawley, that's the one, yeah. Who did Legion with Dan Stevens. Of course. And uh, Fargo, the TV show oh, version yeah. of Fargo. So he, so. yeah, so he created and wrote those those two series. Mm. Um, I, I haven't seen it. No, no, I was thinking of Drew Goddard. It's like, normal. But as, as you were saying, Roy, you're a huge fan of Legion. As you yes. said, stars Dan Stevens as well. And I, to this day, I think, Especially the first season of Fargo is one of the most perfect pieces of TV trippy stuff TV Fargo just ever. changes it completely, yeah. yeah. So having him there making his feature oh. film debut along with that cast, along with uh, it being based on what is probably a bit of a bonkers true story as yeah. well. Um, no, no, I really like the, really the look of this. Yeah. Hartman's up, like, she's like, give me that second Oscar. Yeah, yeah. 100%. This is her, like... Version of Ad Astra. No, no, no. no? This is her version of Space Lucy Day. in the Sky. She's like, I've won an Oscar. I need to win another oh, one. Oh, I need yeah. another one. <gasps> Parallels. Lights of art. Parallels. Um, <laughs> so in September this month, we do have Brad Pitt's uh, kind of gunning for... Uh, an Oscar as well, according to all the reports. Um, space Daddy. Yeah, where he plays Space Daddy. Uh, he's looking for a Space Daddy in Tommy Lee Jones. Space-themed films recently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But this one uh, seems to have just a, a similar well, kind of... Say about them just saying Space Daddy and over and over again. I'm space trying mommy. to just block it out. Maybe just not completely immune to it. Oh, maybe, she wants, maybe she wants to go for a Space Mammy. That's yeah, what we think she's Space Mammy and he's mm -mm, Space Daddy. Mm -mm, mm -mm. It's perfect. They're going to start a little Space Family. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, Lucy <laughs> in the Sky, uh, a.k.a. Space Mammy, is released uh, on the 6th of December 2019. So we're all looking to that uh, very much. Uh, December's going to be a cracker uh, of a month just because Santa comes. And we're all really <laughs> excited about that. Yeah. And we got presents. We'll have to do like a wee Secret Santa thing here as well. Oh, yeah. Kind of getting yeah. off track here. My no, mommy. No, my I think he's going to bring it back around to December. <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll no, come back around. One, my mommy at the weekend, like, what month are we? We're September now. Yeah. My mommy at the weekend started getting on to my brother and saying, will you sort out the Secret Santa for this Christmas? Oh my and he's like, what scary. are you talking about? How many it's family so members <laughs> do you have? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, there's like, there's a few of us. A good dairy family. It's a good dairy family. Let me rephrase. How many people do the Secret Santa? Not that many. Not like, enough to, to warrant not, like, not to warrant, like a four-month lead-in. No. You'd have a discussion with your mother. But uh, so that's one of the reasons I'm looking forward to December. One of the other reasons. Here uh, comes Nightwatch. Here comes nice. Segway Alert. Nice. It is going to be the release of The Rise. I was trying to do the Emperor's voice. The Rise of Skywalker. 
You just sound like you just woke up. Sounds like Swayze. Yeah. Oh, thanks. There you go. Conan would be a fan. Current day Swayze. So I feel like I'm going to defer over to Paul Moore for this because we are massive Star Wars fans here. We're very excited about this particular film. But because uh, it was released at the Disney Expo mm. just D23. recently, mm. yeah, D twenty three. So uh, yeah, all excited. the all the promo, the first promo was was great. It just showed you a little, just enough to get you excited, but not to give the whole thing away. Like it's not a great scene of Ray jumping over the uh, what we think's a Tie Fighter, but this one kind of kept on that theme. There's some unbelievably good shots. Uh, Particularly Ray with the the, the, the dual bladed lightsaber, which is different to Darth Maul's. This is getting really geeky. So no, but what are we what are we over. calling this lightsaber? Like uh, a fully over lightsaber, double bladed. I'd call it pen knife lightsaber, double bladed. Double okay. bladed. That's just really geeky. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's some really cool stuff as well. Um, we got to see what I think looks like a fight on the Death Star in the water. Reminded me a bit of uh, do you remember Attack of the Clones? Uh, uh, Django against Obi Wan and Kamino. That's right. That yeah. Remind me a yeah. bit of that, which was a really Underrated action sequence. Um, we got to see Poe Dameron and Finn back together. The bromance is going strong, which we didn't see enough of in The Last Jedi, I think. Finn was really wasted, I thought, in The Last Jedi. He kind of, like, his character just kind of didn't boozing. do much, you know? Laura um, Dern didn't care for him. Yeah. No, she really didn't, Hero. But uh, what's interesting is that Abram said that his vision for this film wasn't influenced by what Ryan Johnson did on um, Last Jedi. So, obviously, Abram said Force Awakens, so he's sticking to what he wanted to start and, and dovetail the, the final trilogy. But uh, there's also some cool scenes, uh, Ray throwing the lightsaber and catching it, which if you look at the same background, you see one shot of Leia on some grass planet, and Ray is doing that on the grass. So maybe, and I don't know anything, maybe Leia could be teaching Ray some force, some force stuff. Now that uh, Luke Four is stuff, that's now what that it's Luke, called. We presume will be yeah. back as a ghost. Mark Hamill is involved in this. Yeah, um, I suppose. It could be a flashback, though. Yeah, yeah it, it's so hard to know these days yeah. because there's so much footage from before. There's so the, many. That's part of the appeal. Of yeah, the and there's a massive use of like voiceovers and stuff as well. Mm. So fairly uh, ballsy to use footage from any of the prequels. So <laughs> this is this is what I was going to get to as well. It's one of the first times where they've actually acknowledged the existence. I seem proud of it. Yeah, <laughs> of of the prequels. Yeah. Um, obviously, Phantom Menace gets absolutely. Absolutely slated right, left, and centre, but Sith. Attack of the Clones Revenge of the Sith. Attack of the Clones is worse than Phantom Menace. Do you think? Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I know so. Because they do use a shot of Natalie Portman, hello, Lucy, um, uh, with Anakin like, Skywalker, and from their wedding scene, you're like, that's one of the worst scenes in the whole terrible, thing. Is that, that's that's not the scene. sand bit. No, it's not the sand God. scene. But yeah. um, he feeds her a peach. He's like, let's call me by your name. Attack of the Bones. Anyway, this is a look at the rise of Skywalker. Oh, Am I getting a good mark for no, that? No, you are not. Ah, come on. Talking of bones. Your journey. We were mentioning it's hard to know kind of what direction they're going with this because with the voiceovers you hear some of mm. Luke Skywalker, you hear some of the Emperor as well. They've mm. used, um, or well, who we presume is the Emperor. 
Uh, kind of talk. Well. They've kind of said McDermott's there, yeah. Yeah. But obviously, anyone who watched, you know, Return of the Jedi will know he had a kind of a uh, cosmic death and lightning thing. But you know, I'm delighted. I love the Emperor. As soon as he was introduced, I thought he looked the coolest villain, and even his own personal stormtroopers with the red guard, yeah. which they brought back in the Last Jedi, yeah. where it was the original idea. But oh, E. McDermott is so good. Like one of my favorite scenes in the whole saga is that speech he gives with Anakin when he's turning him at the opera. So like yeah. if you get to, I, I, if you get to see any of the Emperor in this, I'd be delighted. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, some other standout shots because they know exactly. Uh, nobody does like kind of teasing something. Who knows about yeah. like kind of the the delivery on it? But nobody does teasing like J.J. Abrams basically. So, hmm. um, but he uh, that shot of as you mentioned, Paul, the star destroyers because I was actually sat and counting. There's about eighty five that I can see in that single shot. Uh, which mm. is a lot of Star Destroyers. Your family. The which? As big as your family. It's a very Almost as big as Doing Secret Santa in, in the Star Destroyers is actually easier than, <laughs> than my Derek. And, and, and that's why Mammy's just getting them to make an early start on it. Like <laughs> yeah. She knows how difficult it's going to be. Um, but one of the main talking points was uh, what looks like either evil C-3PO or hungover. Yeah, C three PO or off his face on drugs. Mm. C three PO. Yeah, or touched his eye after eating chili. <laughs> That's what it is. Both eyes and then the face chili. Went, went to take his his contacts out. Yeah. Ah, oh my god, guys! They got the pepperoni on that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, actually, so that that seems to be the most plausible uh, explanation yeah. for for C three PO's red eyes. Yeah. Uh, so two questions: Is Palpatine alive? What do we think? Uh, I think he did tell the story about how Darth Plagueis could cheat death. Yeah. So maybe he kind of learned some ways to stay alive in the Force and inhabit a new form, maybe something like that. I think he's back in some capacity, yeah. yes, where he is able to communicate to either Kylo Ren or But also, or Ray or even the title itself is a mystery, The Rise of Skywalker, yeah. because we presumed the Skywalker family would pass with Luke and... Uh, well, Kylo Ren is a solo, technically, so yeah, yeah. he might have some Skywalker genes in him, but yeah. So, see, is there another Skywalker out there? Is it Ray? Who knows? Second question. Uh, the shot of evil Ray. Is, so, that, is that a dream sequence? Is that. So, yeah, all the theories. To, so, the shot that you're talking about is the one with the foldy lightsaber, mm. uh, where she's wearing. Uh, dark the Swiss robes. Army lightsaber. Yeah, and somebody did a brilliant uh, oh, a version of that where it has like a corkscrew on it, like a little oh. pair of scissors mm. and all as well, which is so <laughs> well done. But uh, yeah, so she seems to be in some kind of metallic dented interior. Mm. She's got those dark robes. She's got that double lightsaber and everything would hint that, mm. yeah, she she's... Could, she's be that, could be like that moment in Jedi, story. you know, when she looked in the reflective thing and she saw nothing. Yeah. But like, you know, in uh, sorry, Empire Strikes Back, Luke sees that picture of Vader's helmet. And it's yeah, there. and Could it's be him something inside like that. the Vader helmet. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so either way, it's an amazing looking Still haven't shot. seen Star Wars. Don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know like, what you're talking about. blacked out. What yeah, happened? Yeah. 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 But um, is this another one that we can all go and see together? Would that be all right? Like, Aww, yeah. Christmas, Christmas time. We Christmas yeah. film. Yeah. And we can give each other our gifts there. At yeah, the... that's Aww. brilliant. Will we do that? Then we okay. should bring them to a horror. Christmas horror. Yeah. Christmas horror. Okay. Um, neither of them said yes, but I'm going to say that they're good. We can do it in Derry. Okay. Bring Rory up for the first time. Perfect. To the Omniplex. Yeah. And, and we all know oh, Justine loves Derry. Yeah. She hurts Derry. I do yeah. love Derry. Um, would I wear the hat if I didn't? Uh, probably good not. Good Omniplex and Derry, too. <laughs> so myself and uh, Paul are obviously big Star Wars fans, but are, are either of you excited about the Rise of Skywalker? Or could you? Yeah, you can tell. I don't see you wearing I Heart Skywalker. <laughs> Skywalker yeah. 
uh, caps Star today. Wars, yeah. He's got you there, Justine. Yeah. yeah. Very true. Yeah. Where the rest of your caps? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not the biggest... Geek. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not as diehard into it as you would be, but I am still excited. Love a good lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Who doesn't? Well, it looks like yeah. there's some quality lightsabers yeah. in this one, so you'll be in for a treat. Rory, do you also love a good lightsaber? I mean, yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> doesn't? Um, no, yeah. Like I, like my favorite Star Wars movie is Force Awakens. So yeah. I'm of mm. that ilk, where like I don't. Obviously, I'm not as huge a fan as either of you so like if during this and they're like it's time travel and she's gone back through time and she's killing old versions of people and that's why everyone's back and I'd be like yay and Mm. other people Mm. would be like what no that will go against everything that's Star Wars I won't I won't care that much but uh, I'd be like damn look at that lightsaber yeah look at the time traveling lightsaber (laughs) good So yeah, like that's I am. When I seen the the footage for this, I was like, this is cool. Yeah. Well, that's again, that's one of the things they've done brilliantly well uh, since the release of Force Awakens is just their teasers and their full trailers have just all been brilliantly put together. Mm. Do you remember the trailers for uh, for the prequels? Phantom Menace. They were amazing trailers. Mm. But like, even they know what they're doing with trailers. Even the poster, like the. Jake Lloyd's image onto yeah, the wall. Still one so of the best cool, posters yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Not to so say, we'll see. yeah. We'll see. Be yeah. faith in Abrams. Yeah. Abrams rarely, rarely goes wrong. No, no. This, no, I can say, because this is, this is going to be a conclusion to this part of the story. So, no, it's going to be amazing. All Can't right. wait. Right. Um, so, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, out on the 19th of December. The four of us are going. Will you come with us? I think a few other people might go around the world. Yeah, possibly. As long as you bring us presents for it. As long as you go see it in Omniplex. And Mm -hmm. that as well. Okay, Mm -hmm. so we'll see you there. Um, Now, though, as we said, it's time for uh, some dairy-focused action. Um, It was, as you said, the most successful horror film of all time. Yeah. Made an absolute bucket load of cash. So, inevitably, uh, there's a sequel, Pennywise Has Returned. And he was hiding on the show a couple of weeks back. Uh, scared the crap out of uh, people who were watching. He took the form of a spider and attacked us. <laughs> oh, that as well. <laughs> right, okay. So. I didn't realize he could change form, but there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so It Chapter 2 is out in cinemas this week. It's exactly two, about two years to the day since, two years the, to the, since the first Two years to the weekend, one. more or less, yeah. Um, so before we hear uh, Roy's review of the film, uh, here's a little look at Pennywise collection. I'm just not going to watch this bit. I know. I actually couldn't take my eyes off of there. I was like, I want to watch it. I don't want to watch it. We made an oath. I swear. If it isn't dead. If it ever comes back. We'll come back to him. We didn't stop it. Pennywise. The clown. Can't let it happen again. Hello? Kid! Hello? Kid! Ah! Hello. okay? Uh, not uh, really. No. Are you okay? Uh, no. While me and Justine just kind of get our breath back, uh, we're going to throw over to you, Rory and Paul, for uh, this one. Well, Paul and I were fans of the first one. 
loved, uh, yeah, oddly, I loved the characters more than the horror sequence. I kind of loved the Stand By Me vibe of the first, and mm. while I did appreciate the money and the gore, I thought some of it went a bit cartoonish and some of it was on the money, but really interested in where the Losers Club were going for the second one. Yeah, so this picks up 27 years later, because uh, apparently... Pennywise comes along every 27 years. Oh, is that a thing? That's a mm. thing, yeah. Um, and okay. uh, the town of Derry in the movie, Whoop! in Maine, mm. uh, has become, uh, again, another place where like evil things start to happen. The film opens with a really uncomfortable, very like realistically violent uh, homophobic attack, uh, which then kind of leads to the return, the proper return of Pennywise. Uh, and there's one person from the Losers Club who has stayed in Derry and he rings the rest and he's like, listen, lads, clown's back. We thought we killed him. You're all going to have to come back uh, and help me get rid of him for good. But because they left the town, they actually complete, they have no memory of what they did when they were there when they were kids. Ooh, but when they return, they're like, oh yeah, the, the clown and the, the eating of children. Celine Dion, it's all, it's all coming back mm. to me. Kicks in. Exactly. Celine Dion yeah. is Pennywise. <laughs> <laughs> in certain ways, they do have a lot in common. Uh, Celine Dion only comes out every 27 yeah, I think, years. Yeah, I think yeah. twice about that joke. <sighs> that was actually pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, they, they come up with a plan to defeat him once and for all. And the plan involves, I'm not kidding, uh, an ancient Native American ritual that involves uh, crossing parallel universes to return this interdimensional creature from where he came. Now, that's that's <laughs> wow. a big jump that's from... That's a mouthful. That's yeah. a big jump from scary a scary clown yeah. that we were used to yeah. in the first movie that could kind of uh, manifest itself into whatever you were afraid of. Mm. Like, the kids who were afraid of germs, they be, he became like a weird, gross, like, lecherous mm. old man. Uh, and in this... I've said this before, it, there's no... It needs to have rules to be yes. scary. Yeah. Like, uh, it was kind of reminding me of the first one where I was like, why can't he just kill them whenever he wants? Yeah. Like, he kind of gives the kind of gives the answer in the first one where he's like, I prefer to kill them when they're filled with fear because their meat tastes better. Like, right, okay. And I was like, all right, but they're afraid yeah. all the time because you're a <laughs> scary, you're you're a scary yeah. clown and yeah. you've got, like, shark teeth whenever you want to, like, chow down on them. So it, when I was watching this, I was like, he could just kill them whenever he wants, but it, it just there was no reason to it. And there was no reason to it for nearly three hours. Oh. Like it's two hours, 52 minutes long. Is this is true? That's not like a like a special cut or anything? No, the actual no, no, the original cut hours. apparently was four hours. Oh, and they, he, so he did, did us the favor of making it just that bit shorter. But like horror is something that, that can't be sustained mm. for too long. Yeah. Because after a while you just get used to it and you're like, mm. well, now, now, now I'm in this now, so yeah. this is fine. Um, so yeah, like the the casting is great. Like what they've done to find the matches of the mm. younger versions of themselves. Like Bill Hader is incredible in this. Uh, it like people are having that conversation. Like they had about Bill Skarsgård in the first one, where he's like, "Oh, you probably get an Oscar nomination." Like I could see it for this because he's yeah. really really good. Um, Jess, Jessica Chastain and uh, James McAvoy, they're all like really good. Uh, variations of the kids who came in the first one but once you're reintroduced to them it's then just it's several hours of <laughs> literally <laughs> of, of them just like 
oh, I find this scary, and hit up, and oh, I've survived it, and, and moving on to this mm. thing, and now oh, we're in another scary thing, and it's just, it's like a conveyor belt of... Like, is it showing the same things that they were scared of as kids? And Sometimes, but like, and then other times, no, just like random stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, there's a scene, there's a scene that we talked about a lot where it was, uh, they're using the most blood ever in, yeah, in, a, that's in right. a single scene. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. And then when that scene is happening, I, the, I sat there and I was like, why is this happening? Mm -hmm. She's never at one point said, I'm afraid of blood or... Like the the blood starts to fill the room. There's not there's not mention of like being afraid of drowning or anything. So I was okay. just like, why is this happening though? Mm. So it was more just it was like someone had a lot of ideas for horror set pieces and was like, do do we need to make sense of these? Like ah, fuck it. Yeah, we'll just try. We'll yeah. tie them together. And oddly, I would have found that the, the threat of violence is what kind of draws you to heart. Just that mm. feeling that you're on edge. Because in the original miniseries, one of my favorite sequences I'm looking forward to seeing this is the bit in the library or in the bookstore when Pennywise just subliminally appears and you see like a, you see the um, the balloon and then he, he's there and there's a scene as well with the an older man I think as well pops up in this uh, from the original miniseries so not, neither of those are in this yeah oh no <laughs> <laughs> well then that's like that room for me there's other there's, there's other things where you're like that was a good scene that was but like they feel so Episodic, okay, mm. uh, and like you could feel like you just take it out and put it anywhere. Well, maybe that ties in with uh, the trailer themselves because I know months ago we had uh, the original trailer as the big trailer on the show, and then after Comic Con we mm. had the brand new trailer, mm. uh, and both of those were so um, well. We we're really looking forward to the film, obviously, um, especially that one uh, when they're like in kind of the the hall of mirrors with James McAvoy and the boy is trapped. Mm. Oh yeah. And Pennywise is there. And maybe that feels from what you're saying, like one of those, it's a really good idea. And maybe it works. And it maybe, looks great. And, and it looks super, yeah. That's actually one of the few ones where you're like, okay, I can understand okay. why this is happening because mm. he still feels guilt over losing his little brother in yeah. the first movie. So he's trying to protect this other little boy that's yeah. become a target and he takes it upon himself. And you're like, okay, why is it in a fun house though? Why is it in a Hall of Mirrors? Was that ever mentioned before? Like, it okay. just seems to be like, mm. let's just do it because it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, again, there's a shot of Bill Skarsgård with, like, kind of a version of Pennywise as well, where he seems to be more human almost, but, like, mm. really decrepit and old as well. Um, and, as you said, he got so many plaudits after the, uh, the first film was released. Um, does he... Put in a good performance alongside, you know, like he, an unreal cast with Billy Jessica as good as he is okay, in the first one, good. but he's barely in it. Oh, like they've really, I, they've that, really okay, put back a, a, okay. of him as Pennywise. He, a lot of Pennywise's scenes are him. It's in the trailer and stuff. You see him as an old woman or yeah, disguised as different creatures. Like actually, as Pennywise, he's not in the film that much. There's one scene, <clears throat> which is his best scene, and it wasn't in the book where it's it's the longest talking scene he has. It's not with any of the Losers Club, it's just with w some random girl in the town. And we were watching it, like for the, hot, for the entire scene, I was like, because that was like, that this was is the what the film should be. For, yeah. It's like, yeah. this, is, this is what the whole thing should have been. Uh, and then, because it was just, it's so simple, it's just him and a little girl and she's isolated from everyone else around. No one notices that she's she's talking to him. Mm. Um, and that was brilliant. And then, and then there's just the, like, Jessica Chastain in a room filling with blood and you're like, 
Right. <laughs> You're like, I've seen this before. I've <laughs> seen Zero Dark Thirty. Um, in terms of like the audience that you went to go and see it, because one of the most, I know, we've only, mm. as we said, we haven't seen that many horror films, but it's a lot of fun yeah. going to see a really scary movie with an audience who are in that fine line of completely crapping themselves and all of the nervous laughter, which we said before, whenever Quiet Place was released last year and after one of the particularly scary scenes, the screening that I was at, somebody knocked over uh, a water canister and the metallic kind of can, like, hit the ground and scared a group of people and then that just rippled through and the whole place was pissing themselves laughing. <laughs> but at the same time, I was like, oh, my God, do you find that funny? Oh, my God, oh, we're going to die. Um... So was it good watching it with an audience, even though it is four days long? Hmm. Well, that is, like, that's that's hard for me to answer because I didn't see it with an audience. Right, audience. okay. So one of the, the downsides of, of this job is that we have to see films like this at, like, 10 a.m. on a Monday. <laughs> so, and it's it, it's normally in, in a screen that's either completely empty or just mostly empty, filled with other jaded journalists <laughs> like me. So we're like... Well, 10 a.m. on a Monday is usually scary enough anyway. You don't need... Yeah, especially when you, know, coming when to you know you're there for three hours. <laughs> That's true. Um, it will still do phenomenally well mm. uh, because of the love that's there for uh, for it. I know loads of cinemas as well are going to be doing um, like double builds, yeah. showing the original as well. Um, I remember uh, whenever it was screened back in Derry, we actually held uh, the Irish premiere back in uh, Derry whenever uh, the first one was released in 2017. Uh, people like dressed up as clowns as well. I was kind of hoping some of us would be dressed up today, but... Oh, why do Hello. <laughs> oh, Sorry, you clearly have made a phenomenal effort today. Well, what if we all just appeared in a clown costume? Yeah, no, what if we all just appeared in clown costumes? <laughs> I don't think we have the budget for that. <laughs> that worked every other week, not this week. Um, okay, so it out in, sorry, it chapter two out in cinemas this week. Do you think there'll be a third one? Is that a joke? No. No. Okay. The book's over. Oh, I don't know. I don't pay attention to books. There is more. There is more. <laughs> Stephen Kingham, I think the writer of this is doing Salem's Lot. Okay. I think James Wan is involved in the remake of that, which is really exciting. And he, I think he did a few of the other, I think he did Annabelle, the same writer. So oh, he yeah. keeps you quite busy. Yeah. And I do think, uh, is it Muschetti, Muschetti, director? Yeah, he's I think he's a talent. I think he's a talented guy. So yeah, okay. Flash I'd be interested there. in him doing more okay. horror. Cool. So out this weekend, no one will listen to what you have to say anyway, Rory. So they'll just all go you and three. say it. Just, just off. Have I yeah. successfully talked to you both? I was going to uh. see it, and now. Truth be told, it's it's not the worst film. It's not. It's just I really enjoyed the first one, and this is a step down. I had some mm. big shoes to fill. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I don't know what. I guess really like, like, this what happens when you take a week off. He does have all right and jokes. <laughs> Sorry, it was too easy. Give him another take. That's a good take. That's a good take. Um, You're winning this week. <laughs> now it's on to this week's competition. It's time for the high clues. Um, I want to say a big congratulations to Robert Williams, who won himself some tickets to go and see Extraordinary. Robert. Yeah, right. I actually wrote not Robin Williams because when I first saw it as well, I was like, oh my God, that's where you've been hiding on the internet and doing high clues, but it's not. It's not Robin Williams. Are you Robin Williams? You're not Robin Williams. Uh, it's Robert Williams uh, who won himself uh, those tickets to see Extraordinary. So the high clue which he got the correct answer to was he'll fall for Greek girl, Hulk's capital punishment, Moody wife's Stolen. 
and as usual for everybody who's listening to it, heel fall for Greek girl. Heel was he apostrophe LL. Greek had a capital G. Uh, in the second line, Hulk's capital punishment. Hulk apostrophe S. And the final line was Moody wife's stolen and wife apostrophe S is how that was written. So, uh, as Justine, uh, you can testify to all the syllables yes. were present and correct last week. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like such a serious, <laughs> yes. uh, like adjudicator and yeah. proper Official, inspector. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's like from the Guinness Checks Book of Records. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not allowed to need a, I need a whistle and a little yeah. notebook. Um, so, any ideas of what? Because, Paul, you weren't here last week. I'm so. going to think Donald Glover's character in Community. Donald Glover... Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, nailed it. I was like, Donna Glover's not in this one. <laughs> but uh, yes, if anyone knows the name of Donna Glover's character in Community, that is the name of the film. It is, of course, Abbott, Troy. Troy <laughs> is the answer uh, for this week's one. Um, it's easy to start at the third line. Moody, wife stolen. Moody was Mad-Eye Moody, Brendan Gleeson. Uh, and his wife is stolen. Basically, that's the Helen starting Troy. point, yeah, of of Troy. Uh, so Helen played by Diane Kruger. Is, is Agamemnon, Brian Cox, or is he Agamemnon? I can't remember which is which, mm. but they're brothers yeah. himself and Brian Cox anyway. Uh, so basically, his wife is that's stolen. That's great casting. The two of them look oh, yeah. Brendan yeah. Gleeson and Brian Cox's brothers is super. Um, that, that fight when Orlando Bloom weasels away from so yeah, Brendan yeah. Gleeson was about to thump his head. Yeah, in. yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's a phenomenal Peter cast. Peter O'Toole as well. So it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Great cast. Yeah, that's so. Fights were good. No, but like it's a great high clue as well. The, the, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's you why know. they made the film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Troy's <laughs> fight was pretty good. I don't yes, know. yeah, good. definitely. And the first bit uh, where Brad Pitt yeah. beats the yeah. big guy yeah. in one fell swoop. But as we said, Moody wife stolen, so his wife is stolen, kicks off the whole thing. Um, plus, she runs the full range of uh, emotions, so she's pretty moody. She qualifies that as well. Mm. Yeah. Hulk's capital punishment for the middle line. Hulk mm. was a reference to Eric Banner, um, who plays Hector. Hector, he does. Hector, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so his capital punishment. <laughs> Hector. 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 From, from yeah. Hector. Yeah. Let yourself go. Hector. Let yourself go. What? What's happening? Hector. Hector. Come on. He's a big whale going. Red fairy head on him. Does, does all the horse racing. Yeah. On the travelogue shows on TG4. Hector, yeah. No. Regular personality. <laughs> uh, I don't even know who Hector is. I miss this chunk of Irish... Like I guess it was like better things to do. No, nah, you'd know him to say. No, you too busy watching movies, Rory. Yeah, yeah, I'll get you out of this one. Don't worry, I'll get you. Out. <laughs> anyway, Eric Banner, capital punishment equals death, but it's punishment for uh, the actions of his brother Paris. Uh, of course, it's a capital city, so he's punished for his actions because Orlando Bloom, like the heartthrob he is, mm -hmm. a naked paddleboarder, steals uh, Helen of Troy away. And the first line, he'll fall for Greek girl. The Greek girl is Rose Byrne, who's in the film as well. Uh, she's a Greek girl, obviously, because it's set in ancient Greece. Uh, but she's also the female lead in Get Him to the Greek. Oh, oh that was a good layer for lasagna. As well. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. he'll fall for, that's uh, Brad Pitt, because uh, he falls in love with Rose Byrne. But he'll... Achilles heel. Oh, wow. Plus as well. Troy fell. Achilles was a Greek god, Troy I want to say. Well. Which? Achilles is a Greek god as well, I want to say. 
he was one of the characters in an enemy. So, oh, okay. oh, no, he was. He was like demigod stuff because like he uh, had the superpowers. Mm. This is my. And, and, Dipped and, him in the river. And a, and a god, I think. Oh, they stuff. read, did they? They did it. So you get demigods. Mm. <laughs> Damn. Got a demi. Um, so, <laughs> no. Uh, so the answer was Troy. Anyway, for and this I could week's. see it on the horizon. This has to stop. This week's high clue, though. So that was that one. Troy. Mm-hmm. Done. Uh, are we all ready? <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I will get a glove somewhere. Yeah, please do. Hateful head hunter. Frank works for Allied Powers. Farmer rats them out. Checks out, guys. Checks out. out. Sorted, so we we may continue. Uh, Hateful Headhunter. Frank works for Allied Powers. Uh, In that line, Powers has a capital P. And then Farmer rats them out. Um, So, yeah. Thanks for Teddy one this week. Rory, I know you had a sneak peek at this one earlier on. And you've got the correct answer already. But Justine and Paul, any thoughts as to what it... My, my mind's instantly drawn to Farmer and okay. a, a cinematic character with the surname Farmer, I'm thinking. Okay, interesting. And I could be completely wrong. I... Because there's only one character I know with the surname I'm Farmer. Like, I don't film. know what you're talking about, so it's probably... Frank Farmer, if you remember, was the, uh, the bodyguard. Frank Farmer? Kevin Costner. Oh, is that I don't know why my mind went to Farmer. That's yeah. such that's an un kind of exciting, unexotic, unsexy that's the name. name. Frank Farmer. And you've got Frank, 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 Frank in Farmer. the second line. That's, wow. Well, maybe, maybe it's the I bodyguard. I don't think I'm right. Well, I don't know why my mind went to a Whitney Houston, <laughs> Kevin Costner musical there. Why not? Well, we've had yeah. Celine Dion already, <laughs> so yeah. why not Whitney Houston? Big diva yeah, weekend. All the divas. Speaking of divas, coming up next week on the show, we're going to be taking a look at J-Lo in her brand new film, Hustlers. Written by my subconscious. (laughs) (laughs) This looks amazing. Uh, Like uh, Natalie Portman's film earlier on, also based on a true story, Mm. which sounds, uh, again, incredibly bonkers. So we're completely uh, on board for that. So we will be taking a look uh, and a full review of Hustlers as well. Uh, Anything else? It's it's great to have the full gang back together. Well, you know who else we have on next week? Well, who else do we have on? We have, hopefully... Maeve Higgins and Will <gasps> Forte. Mm-hmm. Of course, the stars of brand new supernatural comedy. Horror comedy. Ooh. Extraordinary. Already remade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, they will be coming up on the show because you're going to be chatting to them, Chant aren't them, you? Chant yeah. Dude's MacGruber. I don't, what a hero. You know, what a hero. get too scared. Yeah, no, you'll be okay. You'll be mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. You're not so sure. <laughs> I'm <laughs> so tempted to give him a stick of celery and see what he does with it. Oh, with that, of yeah. course. Yeah. MacGruber. MacGruber. What a guy. Um, Need to go back and watch that as well. Fan of Ireland. Um, yeah. Okay, I think that's oh, everything. Down, down, Nobby's next week as well. <laughs> it's a big week Jesus, next week. I forgot everything. We should have so taken hustlers, this week off to plan yeah. for next week. Hustlers, that's a great double bill. Hustlers and Downton <laughs> Abbey. Downton Abbey, yeah, yeah. a great yeah. double bill. They're in the same cinematic universe, <laughs> so they are. <laughs> yeah, Upstairs, downstairs. That doesn't even mean anything. Anyway, uh, we will see you next week. Don't forget to subscribe to the show, please. And uh, start thinking about your secret Santa presence as well. Big thanks to Justine. Thank and you. your brand new cap. Uh, big thank you to Rory and Paul. Is it Derry? <laughs> yes, <laughs> thank you. And Paul and Fiona and Jeremy as well, who are helping behind the scenes. And actually, Paul, who's on sound today, uh, wants Critters to be remade. He's a huge fan. Paul's good taste. As well. He knows what he's taste. doing. Big fan 100%. of Paul. What's Paul's solidarity? <laughs> we'll see you next week. Mm. Bye. Shafter. You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. 